Learners of South Africa, we are back with a new AgriCareers podcast brought to you by Food for Mzansi. I am Nicole Ludong. And I am Bandi Lekosa. And as promised, we are here to help you decipher the wonderful world of agriculture. Agriculture is more than just farming and the open sun. It is science, economics, entrepreneurship. There are very few industries that do not have a home in agriculture. So why not make agriculture your home? To kick off our second episode, we are talking science, soil science to be exact. Also known as agronomy, soil scientists or agronomists play an important role in helping farmers maximize their crops. Remember, the farmer's most important asset is the soil. Agronomists study the soil and spend their time between the farm and the lab. Talking to farmer, taking samples, researching. To give us a look into the world of agronomy, we chat to Lerato Boita, an agronomist from Kauteng. Lerato is the CEO of Farmerly Farms and works as both a farmer and an agronomist. Lerato, can you please tell us about what an agronomist is and what you do? So what an agronomist is, is a scientist in the agricultural field that deals mainly with crop production. So this can be crop production, whether it be for animal feed, for human consumption, for the making of clothes, anything to do with any type of crop in agriculture. That is mainly what the agronomist deals with. You are a second generation farmer, right? So yes, I'm a second generation farmer. When I was 10 years old, my dad acquired the farm in Calton's and Since then, I've been on the farm every school holidays, every weekend, I'd come and work on the farm. And after I finished my matric, I took a gap year after my matric year, and I decided to work on the farm during that year as well. One of my very first formal jobs on the farm was being the driver. So I was the driver. I used to deliver all the goods to our clients. And then after that, I went to university. What did you study at university? I started off with psychology because I wanted to be a criminal lawyer. So I decided, you know what, maybe psychology will help me out in my field later on. But halfway during my first year of psychology, I then decided to drop my studies and to pursue my studies in agriculture. What studies did you do in agriculture? So I did agronomy in agriculture, and I mainly focused on agrometriology, which is the climate science of agriculture. And then I did soil science, I did some economics modules, and then the main modules were crop production. Lerato, tell me more about Tila's herb farm. Tila is my grandmother. She's my dad's mom and her dream was always for my dad to have a farm and that's how the farm was named after her. So this farm, we mainly plant vegetables and herbs. We first started off with herbs. The first herbs we started off with was basil and rocket and eventually we started growing an array of herbs. Then we started going into vegetable production as well. So that is the two commodities that Tila's herbs plant. You must have some other partnership as well. So can you tell us a bit about the worth of local and global good agriculture practices, otherwise known as GAP, and implementing partnership? So one of the things that GAP has taught me, besides opening the international and local markets, is just good agricultural practice. So you become more environmentally friendly, you become more conscious of the water that you use, you become more conscious of what it is, how you treat your staff and how you take on cleanliness. So GAP helps you even with record keeping. So you can go back to three years ago. I mean, I can do that. I can go back three years ago and I can read something, what I planted, what I sprayed on it, what I fertilized on it, and that helps with record keeping. So GAP, not only does it open the international market for you, but it also helps you have a good agricultural practice. You mentioned record keeping. How important is that in farming? 
So record-keeping, yes, it is very important because, you know, sometimes some mishaps do happen. So maybe one day you will go to a supermarket and you'll buy something and you'll fall ill. And if it's not on the supermarket, if it's not their fault, they have to track back where they got the product from. And if the product is from me, I have to have records to say what it is that caused your illness. So that helps even when a lawsuit comes one day, you will be able to back yourself up with that. What do you need to know before you start farming? My main two things that you need to have is passion and patience. I always say this. The passion comes in when things don't go according to plan. Every day is a new day. I always tell people, as much as I love planning my day, it never goes according to plan. And you need to understand that because of the passion, you need to understand that these minor glitches will come up. Patience, you know when you plant your seed, you're not going to harvest tomorrow. You might be harvesting three or four months from now. And that's going to teach you great patience. So if you want to be rich tomorrow, then definitely you shouldn't be in farming. But if you want longevity and if you want something that you really enjoy, then you should definitely get into farming. Yes, success is not overnight. So that's basically how I've done it as well. Like I said, when I started working on the farm, I was a driver. I didn't come in with a sense of entitlement to be like, this is my dad's farm. I should be top management. I started at the bottom and I worked my way up. And I feel like everyone who gets into farming, that's what you should do. Try and acquire all the skills on the farm so that you know how to do everything. You are also part of the Farm to Market project. Please tell us a bit more about it. So what Farmer to Market is, is basically just helping the farmer get access to markets because that's one of the key challenges that farmers have. They are unable to access markets. And what this helps with is, especially when you've got in your local gaps and especially if you've got a good quality product, it will be easier to market your product and to get it flying off the shelf. So new farmers don't need to get discouraged. There is some help? Yes, no, there is definitely help. I mean, there's many people you can talk to. I know on social media, I'm always inundated with messages asking me how to just a little bit of advice. And I also know a lot of people in the industry. So if anybody's looking for markets or if anybody's looking for a little bit of advice or motivation, there is help out there in the industry. Where would you place agriculture in our economy? Uh, definitely number one. I mean, doctors wouldn't be able to function if they didn't eat. Everybody won't be able to function if they didn't eat. So I always place agriculture on the top because everything can change. Technology can change. Everything changes, but food remains essential. What messages do you have for other young farmers? To the young farmers, it is possible. Farming is not only for old people. You can come in as a young person. You can make it fun for yourself. I know people think farming is boring and it's quiet, but it's a very interesting industry. And with technology changes and everything, you as a young person, you can definitely, definitely find a gap in it. If it's your passion, definitely go for it. You don't have to go the conventional way. You can go into farming and trust me, you will have the time of your life. I thank you so much, Lerato. It amazes me that so many elements go into farming. Record keeping, business management, soil science, there are so many elements. It's definitely way more than just planting seeds in the ground. Exactly. Unfortunately, we do not have enough time to discuss it all. We are at the end of this week's episode of the Agri-Career Podcast. Brought to you by Food from Zanzi. Join us again next week, Friday, when we discuss the ins and outs of aquaculture. From me, Bandile. And me, Nicole. Enjoy the rest of your week.